God. Today on Chicago Public Access Radio. Thank you for calling Star Wars Forum. (laughs) (laughs) Beep, boop, beep, bitches. <laughs> Wookie, did you know that is a term? Uh, somebody recently told me out here in Colorado that the term Wookie or Wook is um, it's a, a term for your kind of unkept hippie, the one with the dreads and the stink. It's just put- I know who told you that. <laughs> you do, right? He, he called him a Wook, and I said, "A, a what? A Wook? A Wookie?" So you know, a Wook. Uh, like uh, uh, as soon as he explained it, I was like, oh, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Uh, I use that as a term for a severely unkempt vagina. Uh, oh, God. Oh, no. look, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, God, makes no. sense. <laughs> Bitch was hiding <laughs> in her shorts. She pulled down her panties. Like, mm, holy shit, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine, bro. Mm. <laughs> it's when, fine. I mean, when, you know, it's like, I'm okay up until... Uh, if a lady pulls her pants down and it looks like a Duck Dynasty beard, then we got issues. Okay, if it's got so, braids and beads me, in it, like she walked. Hey, that'd be okay. That'd be actually kind of cool. So, Viking pussy. Um, if if you don't name the podcast Viking pussy, <laughs> I don't think I can. I don't think I can. The Wookie. How about the Wookie? Or the Wookie. Okay. The Wookie would work, right? Um, <laughs> Jesus but, Christ, okay. this is not what we intended to talk about. <laughs> no, we out here freestyling. Uh, but, but, but okay, because you said women, right? So there is this, there's this expectation that a woman is going to shave her shit and look like a 10-year-old. Um, uh, no, I'm not into no, that. I have no problems with the shaved pussy, not the 10-year-old. Um, I am not endorsing having sex with 10 year olds. Let me uh, mark this part mark. of the podcast. <laughs> delete that part out. So there's this expectation that a woman is supposed to shave her stuff and, and be clean, right? Which it does make certain activities a lot more enjoyable. But if you're in a relationship or you're with a woman or going to have sex with somebody, do you, do you at least trim your junk? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think everybody yeah. does. I do. I think yeah. the hesitation tells me otherwise. Well, I didn't realize if that was aimed at us or the audience. <clears throat> if it was a hypothetical. Your your mom and like one other random dude who thinks this is a different podcast than it is. I don't <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I don't Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you're right. trims or bush to be completely honest with you, Adam. Yeah, yeah that'd be kind of weird. Find something out that you didn't want to know. <laughs> you know, if somebody was looking for the good place stuff and then stumbles across <laughs> yes, that's going to be a rude awakening for somebody. You never know, man. They might uh, might be like kink. They might discover something they didn't know they actually liked. I'm just saying. Welcome yeah. to the Kink Castle podcast. Kink Castle podcast. www. But yeah, I mean, I think if we're going to expect women to do it, you've got to reciprocate. Reciprocate. I do. I I can't imagine they weren't. Well, plus there's nothing worse than in the middle of a blowjob and some chick goes. Yeah, because that's what you want to hear. Hold on. And I never understood the fascination with. Um, since we're on the subject, <laughs> yeah, uh, I never ad- understood the fascination 
with uh, a chick letting out a gagging noise. <laughs> I mean, because I the last thing I want to think is my dick makes you sick. <laughs> that is not a fucking turn on. <laughs> well, it's a it's a power thing, Doug. It's a power thing, and don't hate. All right, don't hate. It's perfectly natural, right? Don't don't uh, don't kink shame me. Well, you know what about a chick that gags when she brushes her teeth, but doesn't when she goes down on you? What's that say about you? <laughs> You're hung like a fucking oral bee. I mean, what exactly what are we going with here? So I'm not going to explain why that popped in my head for any reason, but you know, just saying. Hey, it's okay, Dan. It's all right. <laughs> also, it's- not a fan of the glurk noise. Glurk, 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 Fuck that. Where the fuck did this podcast go? <laughs> oh, it went off the rails. We rails had like seven there. topics and none of them none were. None of them are this. None of them are violent oral sex <laughs> noises. So, <laughs> I mean, have you, have you ever heard a woman is, is, uh, any, anywhere say the phrase, I love it when a van goes down on me. And, you know, makes this, uh, you know, I'm almost about to vomit noise. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, women will use scented flavored douches, Uh, you know, because, you know, I don't think anybody wants to go down there and feel like they shoved their face in a, you know, a fish market that's been shut down for three days. I have never, ever smelled a vagina that smelled like fish. Like, oh. you know, sour wash rag. Yes. Oh, you haven't? You Sweat, haven't? Yes. But fish, no. Maybe, I don't, maybe the in my brain it just doesn't correlate the two. But yeah, I've heard you that. Gotta, all too. right. Yeah. If you just um, date a pescatarian. Long enough. <laughs> I don't know what that word is. You're going to have to help me out with that. Oh, it's a vegetarian, damn. but they only eat fish oh, for their meat. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes the joke less funny that I had to explain it. It does. Yeah. I, I yeah. Uh, sorry. Right now, Dan doesn't uh, understand big words. I, big words frighten me. I like lots of little words. It's like junk food for the brain. So, all right. And. Oh, good. Good, good. And at and the. At. Very, very. <laughs> the day was very, 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 very hot. How many words do I need for this essay? <coughs> do you guys want a? Do you guys want a fun fact? Always want a fun fact. Spit it out. Narcolepsy is actually an autoimmune disorder. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. I did not know. The that. antibodies for streptococcus attack the brain and f- um, destroy this thing called hypocretin that regulates sleep. Weird fun fact. Wow. Science is fucking cool. No, bro, no, no. No, no dude, you're wrong because uh, I'm not wearing a fucking mask, dude. I'm not wearing a mask. No, yeah, I'm that. not wearing a mask. That's where narcolepsy <laughs> comes from in Democrats. <laughs> Live charge. What? Bernie yeah, Sanders segue. created look narcolepsy. Look at us segueing. Look at us segueing. Fuck yeah. Speaking of which, speaking of masks, it, how did a fucking mask become political? You know, everything's political now. Well, see, yeah, the, right. thing, the, the, the weird thing about it is, is, and I've heard this from a couple of people, they, they'll acknowledge the fact that masks are valuable in disease prevention, 
but then there's this weird edge to it. But but I don't want the government telling me what to do. I can make my own decisions. Now, how in the hell do you make do, do you tie a political argument to something that you know the value of <laughs> in, 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 in the current climate of? Okay, you're all gonna fucking die, or you know, and especially like with uh, schools going back in 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 because it's like everybody that I know, if everybody. you're in a work environment and you've and you know that somebody's got school age kids, <laughs> it, it, it's only common right. sense that like those motherfuckers come in sick. All the goddamn time. Goddamn little vector toddlers. Yeah. And people are just fucking going crazy. Oh, we have to have schools back in session. That, that the, the, That's a fucking Petri dish of an environment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you might as well let your kid, uh, you know, the way things are right now, you might as well let them go swim in a sewage pond and go give you a fucking hug and kiss. So let me correlate something for you that I feel like I have seen. Okay. The same people that are very anti-mask government's not going to tell me what to do. Um, And by no means, I I love when people want to tell me, well, you're a sheep, whatever, you know, okay. Think what you want to think. But I I think the people that, what I have correlated is that people who are very anti-mask as far as the government portion of it are also typically very big Trump supporters, right? And since Trump is pushing his narrative, the other day I saw something that said um, some little meme about him being reelected and four more years of liberal tears. And that really drove home exactly how I, I think he gains his supporters. There are all of these angry fucking people out there who have pointed their anger at liberals and, and the, what they think they believe in and the idea of punishing them or hurting them or watching them suffer amuses them. They think it's funny. This is great that all of these liberals that I don't agree with are suffering, but they're suffering at the cost of what I believe is the integrity of the United States. But you don't see that. You don't want to see that because those liberals are suffering and the mask. Yeah. If, if, if you were about to have surgery, and dude came in and didn't wash his hands or wear a mask, you want to let him dig around inside your fucking guts? I sure as hell don't. I'd be like, bro, get your mask on. There's too much data out there that shows that masks help. Um, I've seen <clears throat> memes and indications that this is um, that the mask is symbolic to uh, uh, mute you, so that you, you know, symbolic of, of taking away your right to, to speak and, and have expressions. Um, and that it's a, a, the training wheels for Sharia law, right? I've seen so many where there's a guy, a chicken, a mask right here. And it says, this leads to this. And then there's a chicken, a burqa or uh, the, the other one. And I love a good conspiracy. I'm not a, a fed fan. You know, I'm a defund the, the cops guy. I'm a second amendment guy, but I wear a mask because I'm also an intelligent human being. And I understand how viruses work. Yes. I think it comes from a misunderstanding that masks only protect the person wearing them. And there's a belief that I actually agree with that the government shouldn't protect you from hurting yourself. And I do agree with you on that. Right. But 
you're right. It's a misconception because the mask is about you expelling some kind of fluid, uh, some spit right. from your mouth, some sneeze, juice, whatever, and getting it on someone else. So at some point, does the government have the responsibility to protect its people in general? Yeah, right? and they should be able to keep you from hurting other people. Right. I believe that because that's what law is for. Right. Um, that's why I don't really agree with like the war on drugs because all it does is keep you from harming yourself, which is, in my opinion, you're right if you want to do it. It absolutely is. Um, you know, a lot of the the argument to that is, well, you know, all the drug cartels and all that. Well, if if you made, you know, by making you know, pot legal out in, in, in Colorado, you took that away from a lot of the nefarious folks that were selling it in a back alley or, you know, pulling deals out of the trunk of a car, you know, now you go to a store and it's regulated and you know, who's doing what. Um, so you're absolutely right. And you, and, and it's that misconception. And the problem is, is that people just refuse to change their narrative or they, they, they refuse to change their opinion on things because they feel like I feel like those people somewhere in their life have had someone that when they were wrong and tried to change their mind, somebody wouldn't shut the fuck up about them being wrong. Oh, you're wrong, dude. You're wrong. You, you were wrong about that one thing, that one fucking time. So you're never right again. You know, uh, I feel like that's kind of half how they go after Fauci right now in, in the who and CDC that, well, they did say this and now they're saying that. So they're wrong. Why should we believe them? Because that's science, dude. Science starts with the facts that are presented. You make a theory, a hypothesis on it, and then you prove that out one way or the other. So as this thing has been studied and tested, um, you know, it was not just a few weeks back. They were saying it didn't produce antibodies in people. And that was kind of a scary thing for someone who has half a brain, me. Fuck, if they can't, if you can't produce antibodies with it, how the hell are you going to make a vaccine? But then you've got these companies, AstraZeneca and Madera, Madera, whatever, um, they're in phase, getting ready to go into phase two testing and they've had great success in producing antibodies. I mean, that's a good thing. So yeah. if you, if you took that information, um, then between now, my other favorite meme is the one going around that says, uh, requiring masks five or six months into a pandemic is like handing out condoms at a baby shower. And I'm not even sure how anyone can fucking equate that and make any sense of it. One. No, it makes sense. It makes sense to me. It makes total sense. We should, have, we should have required masks first, but we didn't. That's not a reason to not require To do it now. Kind of like seatbelts. I mean, we didn't have seatbelts, you know, from like 1920 to what, 1960, I think. That's the way we've always done it. Fuck it. Just don't ever require them ever again. Fuck right. It, I mean, data is proving that they work, but why use them? And personally, I think giving out condoms at a baby shower is a great idea because you can point to the person and say, do you want that? Is that what you want? No, it actually would be funny. It's, uh, <laughs> and it's that kind of stuff that I see. Uh, I, you know, I'm aware of mask in, in shared environments. I wonder when I walk my dog and I'm not wearing a mask and I see people go by, if they're like, fuck that guy, he's probably a Republican. Eh. <laughs> it, it's like, no, I'm outside. I don't feel, again, I'm not an epidemiologist, but I know a thing or two. Well, I'm wearing them anyway. Uh, I've seen some stories uh, recently where they've been doing studies, and uh, as specifically as it related to masks, mm-hmm. and what they presented was two people. One of them has the virus, and you don't know who it is. And if neither of them had on masks 
in a shared environment, the transmission rate was high. Now, if one of them, just one, had on a mask, it cut the risk in half. If both of them had on masks, it was a very, very low risk. So it's, I, I, I don't understand why that is political. And, you know, I don't always wear a mask when I walk my dog, but oftentimes I do. Um, and it's just because when I'm walking, sometimes we'll have people walking the other direction. And yes, we're outside. Yes, that exposure is brief. But as much as I can mitigate my risk, you know, I'm 47 years old now. Yeah. Uh, Damn, you're old. Or 46, 47, something like that. (laughs) As I get close, start saying 45. But regardless, to go back to your earlier point, you know, people have been for years, uh, as long as I can remember, and especially as this relates to politics, they'll have someone that uh, changes their opinion on a subject, regardless of whether they change their opinion on the subject because they got a big, huge donation from a political action committee or they were presented presented with new <clears throat> facts. Flippity-floppity. Yeah, and people would turn around and call them flip-floppers because, you know, according to some of these same people, some of them are supposed to adopt a position and stick on that for the rest of their life, apparently. <laughs> but, uh, you know... A shoe? <laughs> I just wanted to show you that I'm not a flip-flopper. Oh, you're oh okay. That, uh, Adam's showing us his shoes. But uh, I, I think that goes, uh, honestly, I think that kind of calls back to, for me, and, you know, I know I'm a religion hater. You know, I- anybody who knows me on an intimate level knows that I am – totally anti-religion. If it's if it's working for you, you know, I'm not going to bag on you at every opportunity that I get. You know, I'm not that guy where I'm going to turn around and take this thing that I disapprove of and consistently beat you over the head with it. If it works for you, that's fucking great. But I think that's, you know, beliefs are a lot of the problems that we have, uh, especially when it comes to politics uh, how we address issues in society, because you get people that they 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 develop this belief and they hang on to it as a core value. And once somebody has a belief, it is very 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 hard to undo that belief. Well, you and, can't undo a belief with facts because it's not based in fact. All right, beliefs are based based in blind faith a lot of yeah. Time. And literally, I have heard. All my life, walk by faith and not by sight, and that is the stupidest fucking shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> well, if close your eyes and walk down this flight of stairs, right? God will protect you. And then on the same on the same side, they say, "Well, you know, God gave you eyes; you should have used them." It, you, you you can't win, and you you say that you know, and it actually brings up a good point, right? A lot of your conservatives, what do you, you say? You're you're white conservative Christians. 
Okay. And then you get on the liberal side, you've got a lot of the LBGTQ stuff, um, you know, a lot of the gender fluid stuff. And that, that not only annoys them, but it goes against their faith. It goes against their God. It goes against their religion. And so they deem it almost demonic or satanic or whatever. Right. And yeah. I've even yeah. known people that were raised up in that environment that totally rejected those beliefs but because they were still sort of semi-indoctrinated in that shit and raised up in it, they've still held on to some of the that same belief system, yep. even though they may have abandoned God or what have you. You know, it's like they, they don't like gay people, period. Any, any, any fluid, any whatever. Because it just ain't right. It, ain't it right. just ain't right. It ain't right. Well, you know, you could, you could argue that, that it's not natural. In the sense that, you know, Darwinism or, or natural selection, if you had a, a, a creature that only practiced homosexuality, it wouldn't have lasted long. <clears throat> you know, you got to you got to procreate. But conservatives will say it's not natural and then go eat McDonald's and drive a car and stuff that's not natural. <laughs> but God gave us all those things. God gave us gays, too. God, no, that's different. Because it just is. Oh, okay. I didn't realize there was such a <laughs> it just such is. an explanation I'm for that. Okay. My, I'm going to start my own religion, and that's going to be my tagline. It just, it just is. is. And when people are like, I don't understand that, be like, hey, 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 it just is. All right. It just is. All right, yeah, now give whole, me 200 bucks. The whole coronavirus thing being politicized is what has agitated me so bad. And I, I always, you know, I always talk on the podcast and to you guys about being trying to stay neutral about things and up the middle because I, I think life is just way too complicated to be left or right. And I try to let people like Doug said with religion, I'm not a big fan of religion either. I think it's got a lot of problems, but I let people do their thing because it's none of my fucking business. First of all, as long as you don't bring it to my doorstep. Um, but it's, it's your thing, do it right. But I, I expect you to, to do the same, let, let people just live their lives. And a lot of, a lot of people have a hard time with that, but, I have been real cool about all of the garbage that I've seen, like on social media, b- both directions, right? Bashing conservatives, bashing liberals, the masks, you know, whatever. Shut it all down. And, you know, we should just bury ourselves under our houses for two years until this is done. And you got, like, I saw a text the other day, or a tweet the other day that was attributed to Alyssa Milano. And she's like, we need it. We need a national shutdown. We need to just print money and give it to people. And I'm like, Ear. Oh God, the dumb. That makes money worth so much. <laughs> right? Because more of things make it more valuable, right? We yes, all know that. That's how that works. Yeah, we'll be walking around with our fucking Zimbabwean dollars where <laughs> um, uh, that was one of the – they had uh, this particular competition to where they literally celebrated uh, basically bad science. That They would come up with these really fucked up things like a baby catapult – or, you know, all of this other shit. And if they came up with the most ludicrous thing, they would give them an award and one million Zimbabwean dollars, which was worth about 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so they would be a Zimbabwean millionaire. Hell yeah. Worth it. Well, I've actually gotten to the point where I am, I am removing my relationships with people that have gone over the fucking edge. And I've never, I've never been like that in the past. I would just ignore them, whatever. But I realized that I just can't anymore. I can't ignore these people anymore. I can't do it. It's the dumb that they're 
this that they're spewing has gone beyond my threshold of acceptance. Um, if if people want to spit it out, fine, but I don't want to be around you. I don't want to talk to you. Well, it's it's a little bit different um, because it's one thing when somebody has an uninformed opinion and, you know, you can try to talk to them, whatever, but they're not weird about it. The thing that is really popped out, um, and I would say especially since Trump has become president, is people will openly display the fact that they're dumb and be so fucking proud of it. <laughs> That's hoping you use that word. And they, it, it, it's like, you, you know, it's, it, you know, there's, there's gay pride, there's black pride. I think dumb pride has become a thing. I'm, I'm a fucking moron and I'm fucking proud of it I'm because proud. I'm an American. And then they turn, that's how they finish it off. They turn around and take that dumb. They, they're, they're proud of it, and then they fucking wrap an American flag around it yeah. and act like it's goddamn patriotic. I was going to say, they, they, the, they wrap it in this patriotism, and what I have seen is not patriotism, right? Patriotism would be everybody wearing masks to protect people that can't protect themselves who are immunocompromised. Well, those motherfuckers should just stay in their house and whatever and blah, blah. Dude, I was all about reopening the economy. I've been about it since the beginning. All I asked is that wear a mask when you go to the store, right? Wear a mask if you're going to if you're going to go to dinner. Well, I've got health issues, dude. I've got asthma and chronic bronchitis that I developed after a a very COVID-like disease back in 2013. Um, I can wear a mask into the store, right? And it doesn't. I haven't fallen over dead. My blood ox level hasn't dropped. Whatever. Um, I think uh, the science denying is uh, just leftovers of the energy industry and the tobacco industry lobbying so fucking hard to deny what scientists have said and all the conservatives bought it. That's a good point. Uh, it affected their wallets, right? All I of think there's just invested. a tradition of denying science on the conservative side because think, of all the money that they dumped into it. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 you're probably onto something about that, right? Just there's a lot of products out there. Um, look at your big, uh, like Monsanto's and, and yeah. companies that have been dumping chemicals and well, Monsanto's people. only doing good things, only so. doing good things. Don't hold on. I got to clear my fucking sarcasm filter on my computer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're probably right. We've, and the thing is, is that any story, if you, if you concentrate hard enough on one abstract fact or one thing that may have been misquoted or something, if you concentrate on that hard enough, you can kind of tear down any, any, any story, any narrative, any, any proof you can tear it down. Um, the, yeah, the dumb pride has massive patriotism <laughs> has blown my mind lately. And I have on many occasions compared it to, to nationalism, um, which for those of you who don't know, the German word for that, I believe is Nazi um, or some uh, derivative of that and Just blindly following the state. Yeah. People say, no way. That's not, that's not Trump, whatever. Okay. Well, people said that about Hitler too, until he went off the fucking deep end. Um, there's this, I haven't really followed it too much. I've been meaning to read up on it. This, uh, about the Russian, um, 
Russian, they had bounties on American soldiers that they were basically paying out to Afghani. Oh, and we have just lost Dan. Uh, he seems to have disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> Dan has been disappeared. That's um, all right. Maybe one of those uh, unmarked vans will come by and pick you up. Pull me. Yeah, right. <laughs> one of the I, Portland vans. So I'm real curious to see how that plays out, but I know there has been enough information that I've got some friends that are ex-military that have done a big 180 on Trump after they found out that the the White House knew about it way before it became public. Again, I can't really speak on it because I haven't read up on it enough to, to form an opinion. Here's the fucked up part about it. Now, if I have been correctly informed, That, we're going to go back to dumb and proud. Um, it is fairly well known amongst people who have worked in, around, and whatever uh, of the White House. And uh, things have come out in the Bolton book and various other books by people who have uh, been in the Trump administration. As opposed to books written by dogs. Right. Uh, but what's been happening is Trump uh, apparently just doesn't like information. He, 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 he doesn't want anything that contradicts his worldview. Uh, and one of the things that has been common for presidents back as far as you can throw it in modern times, that there's a daily intelligence briefing where they let them know, here are the things that are going on around the world that are impacting us right now. And Trump came out and said, I haven't heard about any of this shit. Well, the reason why he hadn't heard about any of this shit is because he hasn't been attending his own fucking briefings. Oh, wow. They were in the White House briefs. Yep. They were in the White House briefs multiple times. And the reason why he didn't know about it is because he wasn't attending his own fucking briefings because he wants to be dumb, proud, and work on some fucked up belief system that I have no idea where it stems from. He's so proud of not attending those briefings too. That's right. He said it multiple times. He's like, I don't even attend my briefings because I don't do the fucking liberal fucking locker (laughs) up. A bunch of fucking liberals. That's where all this information comes from. Fucking liberals. My whole cabinet is nothing but fucking liberals. Fucking liberals. I hired them. Then I hired him again. Just to prove I could. I've had seven different fucking cabinets. I'm such a badass. Well, so if, if you stay ignorant, right, you don't have to be accountable. Well, I didn't know about that. Well, if you're pro-military and, you know, as as a lot of pro- Republicans are, they should be goddamn up in arms about this. Well, and a lot of that, them are, that, like that I said. their own president did not give a single fuck about the U.S. military because things that he needs to know, but he's because he's the commander of chief of the United States military, is totally unaware of any facts relating to anything. And, you know, I know there's been a lot of uh, a lot of things going on with the Russia uh, investigation and people like to get all up in arms about that. And while I don't necessarily think there was any direct correlation of, you know, that Putin calls up Trump and says, I want blah, blah, blah. But the, the, the consensus 
amongst people who have been in the intelligence community is if you break it down to a game that Putin is basically a master level chess player and Trump plays checkers on Sunday. (laughs) And so whether it it doesn't have to be direct, you know, uh, you've, you've got enough people out there who are capable where you turn around and put so many hours of footage in front of him. I mean, Jesus Christ, we have FBI profilers who go out and look at a crime scene and can tell you exactly how somebody's fucked up in the head. Now with Trump, who loves to see himself in front of a camera because he came from being a reality television star and all of this other bullshit, loves to have himself on camera All you've got to do is sit down and have a profiler. Okay, feed this guy this, 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 and this. Definitely. And then tell him what you want, and you're going to fucking get it. Well, Putin is, you you know, he he might be the devil, but he's fucking smart. I mean, he was KGB for a long time and was real good at what he did. And you're absolutely right when people say, oh, no, there's no way that there's any collusion or whatever. You're out of your fucking mind if you don't believe that. I'm not saying that Trump did it nefariously i think he did it because he's dumb i don't think he understands that a guy like putin is playing him and just like you said of course he would endorse him because he's a fucking moron right he's a fucking moron and like you said chess versus checkers and you know what what kills me is that when i say that i can just hear all the the fucking conservatives like their ears come up and they go well you, you want hillary in there is that what it is you want to fucking you want hillary that traitor I, no that's not what i'm saying just because I don't like Trump doesn't mean that I support Hillary. Just because I su- don't support Trump doesn't mean I support Biden. Um, it's this, and, and that's the illusion that is, of the two-party system, right? You've created this if-then or not, not either-or statement, right? Yeah. If I, <clears throat> if it's like in programming, if I don't go this way, I have to go that way, or everything crashes and people. What get you need is an if-else, and then have a bunch of elses. Uh, <laughs> That's right. underneath. There you the go. The basic Little problem is, nerdy. with the exception of you know a few candidates here and there, over the course of the last twenty-five years or so, um, that when we get down to uh, the two final people, it is not in any shape, form, or fashion the people that I would have chosen. No, there, there's been a, there's been a few exceptions to that but not many. Uh, and it comes down uh, and it seems like every time we're having to choose which sexually transmitted disease we're going to live with. And, 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 and that seems to be the way it's come down. It's like I heard Bill Burr talk about it one time. Uh, he did a special right before the last presidential election and he said, this is, this is like the first fucking week of American Idol. How did we wind up with these two people? <laughs> you know, giant, was it Giant Douche and Turd Sandwich from South Park yes. back way yeah. back yeah. in the day? And, uh, and it is true. That, that's one of the major reasons why I think that uh, the, the, the current way that we elect a president is fundamentally fucking wrong. It, it's like we, we, we start with primaries that 
if, uh, you know, it's like, obviously we live in Colorado. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm registered as unaffiliated. So every not- year I get uh, Republican, uh, Republican ballots and Democratic ballots. So I should say every year that we have an election. So and I'm only allowed to turn one of those in. And what you get in the very beginning is people that have to go so far to the edges to try to bring some kind of voters in because they're in a contest with, you know, 6, 10, 12, 48 other people, how many ever you want to throw in there. And they go so far to the edge. And then the thing is, is that the edge will never win a general election. So then they have to turn around and come back towards the center to get the, you know, the, the, the legions of people who don't automatically pull, you know, a, a straight Republican or a straight Democrat ticket. You know, there's a lot of voters that you got to win in there. And most elections, as far as once you go nationally, locally, it can be a totally different thing. You know, you can have fucking 70, 30 landslides for one particular person. But most of the time, what makes the difference is 5% one way or the other. 5%, you know, if it goes 55, 45, there are a bunch of people that consider that. Well, that's a mandate. You know, we're, we're, we're going to take this platform that we've been running on and you know that's that's just what the american people want and it was you know you're you're talking we're 5 10 points that's not that big of a swing yeah so explain something to me and either well not explain but give me your opinion both of you on this right because no. when i was okay well fuck it um bumper music out um, moving forward <laughs> the this idea that i love this when cuz i tend to vote libertarian right um, partially because I, I agree with a lot of I, a lot of what they stand for. I do know the joke is that basically they're Republicans who like to smoke weed and uh, own guns or something along those lines. But I think I, I, I'm like like Adam said, you know, I'm very much uh, the government's not here to protect me. Right. I'm here to protect myself. Um, you know, you just help me do that. But there's this idea every time when someone finds out, like I said, the whole, if you're not voting for Trump, you must be voting for Hillary, et cetera. And I would explain, no, I vote libertarian. Republicans would always tell me, well, you know, when you do that, that's a vote for the Democrats. And then the fun part was, is then if a Democrat tried to get me to vote and I say, well, man, I actually vote third party, you know, because I don't like either one of these. Uh, Well, you're just throwing your vote away. That's a vote for Trump. Okay, now wait a minute, because the Republican just told me if I vote third party that it's a vote for you. You're telling me if I vote third party that it's it a vote for you. It depends on who them. wins. You know, yeah, right? I, I mean, that's who I didn't – yeah, that's who I should have – that's who I threw my vote away for. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Because I don't believe that. I, I don't – I believe that no, I vote for I've, what I think is right. And I'm not going to vote for a turd just to keep another fucking turd out of office. Uh, I think that's that's what I would call the Ross Perot effect. Uh, when you go back to uh, the early 90s, obviously pre-92. Now, Ross Perot was a pretty intelligent guy, a billionaire, bought his own spots, and he was saying a lot of very intelligent things with very intelligent arguments. With a back scratcher. Yeah, with with his uh, voodoo (laughs) stick back scratcher. 
Perot was great. He was nuts. But yeah, like you said, man, he had some good fucking points that you could not argue. Well, see, the thing is, is he was getting on TV and he was cutting through all the bullshit. Now, do I think he would have made the greatest president in history? Probably not, but he couldn't have done any worse than anybody (laughs) else has. Uh, But the thing was, is I encourage you, uh, because Ross Perot died like 11 months ago. So they turned around, and if you look look on YouTube, you can actually find uh, several of his old half-hour spots that they recorded. And this guy, he checked all the fucking boxes. He came, and he came with that CEO mentality of, this is our plan, this is our goal, this is how we're going to achieve long-term strategies, but if somebody else brings a better idea to the table on how to accomplish that, that's exactly what we're going to go with. He addressed the national deficit, spending, uh, growing the economy, health care, and, you know, he was talking about the cost of health care at the time. He was talking about, uh, you know, these these figures may not be exactly right because I'm just pulling this out of memory from some stuff that I actually reviewed a couple of weeks ago. He was talking about how they were spending approximately $7,000 per person in a lot of other countries that were having better health outcomes than uh, what we were. And he was wanting to address the cost of that because we were spending at the time approximately $12,000. Now, I don't know where he got those from. I don't know if they were accurate. Those were the figures he quoted. Now, that and was 92. Said, you know, that right. was and, 20, fuck, eight years ago, almost 30 years ago now. And, and that was that. being, and that was being, um, <laughs> and that was being addressed then, right? And 30 years later, we still have not made yeah. any headway because if you're a conservative and someone starts talking about national healthcare, which I have my issues with national healthcare, just because I find that any government run program tends to be a horrible failure, but it's because of all the politics and bureaucracy, right? If you did run it a little more like a company, if you said, Hey, your department, you're, you're in charge of welfare and all you're doing is bleeding out cash. You're not getting people off of welfare. You're not improving these people. You're fired. You're out. You're done. We're going to get somebody else in here that can do the job. But with elected officials and with um, just, again, the the uh, it's Biden. You know, Biden's going on this whole thing with uh, we need change. We need change. Motherfucker, you've been in politics like 1974, I think it is. Explain how you're changing anything. I don't like career politicians because your main goal at that point is not making the world a better place. It's about keeping your fucking pockets lined. It's about yeah, keeping your maintain the status quo. Exactly. At, at this point, I'll take a, you know, I'll take a dad in the wool politician any day. I, I, you, you're, not far as, you're not wrong. Right if, now if, I would take my that. my choice is between a roulette wheel crapshoot combo on mm-hmm. what the fuck are we going to get with this mm-hmm. stuff? And <laughs> You know, you know, I was not a huge, uh, I was not a huge Obama fan either. I thought his policies, he went a little too far, you know, on the liberal side for me and, and started kind of fucking with my paycheck and whatnot. Um, but one thing that I did respect about him was that he did have the air of a national leader, right? When he spoke, he spoke intelligently. He knew how to stay right in the middle and not go too far in either direction, regardless of what he thought 
he understood that you can't let the rest of the world see us. I can't even imagine what the rest of the world sees when they see Trump as our president. And, you know, they say you get the president you deserve. And that's, again, I think why conservatives, the the nutty conservatives like him, I don't want to lump all conservatives in there, but the nutty conservatives, I think, is that it's because he says and does the things that they think and that they want to do. Right. They want to they want to rail against minorities and they want to rail against poor people and other countries and America. Personally, this year, I am going to endorse Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho as our president. Um, I again, that's Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. Look him up. I'm going to write. I'm going to write him in. I, I, I cannot imagine that a lot of people will not this year. Right. There's Mountain Dew in there somewhere. Yes. Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. And, and you know, the funny thing about that. He's running on is that uh, plants crave uh, Brondo. Yeah. That Brondo has what plants crave. Uh, it's got electrolytes. And it's funny to watch that movie and, and, you know, laugh at it. Right. But if you distill down all of the fucking stupid in the world right now, that movie was oddly prophetic and, you know, that just, that kills me. And proud. Dumb and proud. (laughs) We may have found a new title guys. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb and proud. What do we at? Episode 12 ish. Is it uh, this is the eighth remote one. Let me check real yeah, quick. Yeah, this will be episode 12 because the last one. Uh, the Karen that, episode? The Karen episode, that was 11. Yeah, you guys okay. did that. So, um, you know, we had discussed that we um, we may consider having some guests on. Um, we've, we've been a, a three-piece for a while and uh, wouldn't mind getting that fourth that energy of a fourth person back. So we have, we have discussed the idea of having some guests on uh, about all you need is a computer that, and a decent internet connection. So um, keep, keep an eye out for that. We may, we may start posting something, um, getting the word out there and seeing what sort of shenanigans we can, the three of us can get <laughs> into with a fourth person. I don't know why anyone would voluntarily walk into that, but um, I know there's a It'd few of you out there that are just It'd be fun. We'd piss them off and they never come back. You never know, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, you just you just never know. But it, it it I think it would be interesting and fun to uh, to see where we go with it. Um, if anyone wants to be a guest, just be prepared. No matter what you say, for me to reply with, <laughs> "Yeah, what do you mean by that?" <laughs> Explain. What's that supposed to mean? And then you got to do the contemplative look. So I mean, I'm running on. I'm. You don't need much. Like I said, I'm running on an old laptop um, because I destroyed my gaming machine last night and um i'm super it was a fit of rage someone headshotted him on call of duty and and he picked the case uh, i saw it on webcam he picked the case up and shattered it off the floor and barely missed his dog hey now and then his funny games until you bring the dog into (laughs) oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry he's like not human services but you're gonna have the (laughs) fpca up my ass so no, that's not what happened. I I was swapping out my cooling system, had a few margaritas, um, which kind of made me lose my softer touch when replacing the CPU, and I bent the shit out of all the pins and fucked up the LGA grid on the uh, on the processor. And neither one of them were cheap. So I'm 
I'm a little irritated and I'm, I'm debating because as Doug and I were talking, the, the price of components right now are up about what, 40% give or take because yeah, of they're, they're elevated now. CPUs remarkably have, uh, stayed in their same basic price range, barring any shortages of a particular CPU. Cause that always makes shit go up. Yeah. But the, uh, major components like the, the, uh, power supply, the motherboard, uh, all a lot of those factories were shut down so long due to COVID. So there was no production output. So, you know, that whole supply demand thing, uh, like if money. if you print more money, it becomes more valuable. If you have less computer components, they become more expensive. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you look at a, you know, you take a look at a decent 750-watt uh, power supply, which I'm sure so many people give a fuck about right now other than the three of us. <laughs> um, last year, it would have run, uh, you know, a real nice one would have run you about uh, somewhere between $80 and $100. Well, you go look at that same power supply now, and you'll be lucky if you find it for 175 And that's something. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's, it's more specific with certain components, like power supplies, um, motherboards are affected, but those are the two major things. But, you know, you can't run a fucking computer without a power supply and a goddamn motherboard. Yeah, the motherboards didn't seem too bad, the ones I was looking at. I'm, again, doing gaming and a lot of you know, like photography and, and audio and video processing and stuff. I do time, try to keep relatively high-end gear, not the highest end, because I like to eat and pay bills, too. Um, the You're right. The processors seem to be... Um, about the same they had been. And of course, there's the, in you know, four or five months, you'll start to see a, a drop in price as new stuff comes out. But honestly, I don't know if I want to bank on that. Typically, I would, but there's no telling what, uh, what you know, is going to happen with that, you know? I'm sorry, I was reading some nonsense that Adam put in our chat. So we, we chat and actually we keep video open as well so that we, we like to, you would think that it would be so that we could communicate better, but it's really just so we can taunt the fuck out of each other when we're trying to talk and make a point about something. Well, I was just stating that most of the things that spiked in price are imported precious metals from regions where people totally get paid a fair wage. to <laughs> mine. There's that sarcasm. <laughs> Do you think that so? And I don't know. Are are those areas? Is it the same thing? Are we not getting? Um, I mean, I think we all know there are there are the America benefits from slave labor. All right, and anyone who doesn't believe that you you've got your hand your hand you've got your head in the sand. Right, um, countries like your your countries like Africa and China and things like that. We we may not do it specifically, but they are. Basically, you know, China is one of them. They don't treat their people very well. They have, you know, homes, apartments that are the size of a small office cube um, where they live and they live and they work. You remember Foxconn a few years ago had to install suicide nets. Now, that, that really kind of fizzled as far as a news story goes, right? Foxconn, uh, Apple has been producing their, their iPhones and stuff with Foxconn for a long time. I want you to stop and think about that for a second. Like, seriously, think about that. They had to install suicide nets. They had to put nets on the top of their buildings to keep workers from saying, fuck this. I would rather be dead than live like this. Now, this well, that's clearly the fix. Do what? Like, if people, 
it, that's clearly the fix. Like if people are so upset they want to kill themselves, just install nets. Yeah, you put nets. You don't change anything. You don't change the way you're doing things. And people say, well, you're always going to have crazy people that want to kill themselves. But so many in the same factory that you had, that you decided to spend the money, time, energy, and, and PR to put up fucking nets to keep it from happening. I want people to think about that, right? Why are people like that? Because no one wants to live like that. That's why. So don't, I guess my point is, is don't hate the fucking Chinese people. Every time you see somebody that's Asian, first of all, not all Asians are Chinese. Um, if you see somebody that's Asian, don't, don't hate them and don't hate someone because you know they're from China. Um, because that's just as bad as people hating us because we're from the United States, right? Maybe they don't like the things we do. I mean, you've got a whole war in the Middle East that's kind of based on that. They don't like the West. They don't like the United States. And if any of us walked over there, we're all about as white as fucking hotel bedsheets. Um, we could very easily be murdered just for being, just for being that, right? Don't. But the bedsheets were black when I started. Wait, what? Jesus Christ, Adam! <laughs> oh God, damn it! <laughs> oh, well, now this, this is a good little. That was a callback to the first five minutes of our uh, of our conversation. Wasn't it? You kinky fucker! Why is this sheet solid? I don't understand. <laughs> and clack, clack, clack. Oh, what is that? That's my. That's the my, sheet's crunchy. My stuff. <laughs> Gross. Special. Jesus Christ, that's disgusting. Mark. <laughs> And on that, oh, note, no, we, that's it, where we wrap it. Hey, <laughs> right, uh, let's. Uh, Adam needs to run a, a stretch his legs a little bit here because I don't think we hear enough from Adam on podcasts. Now, Adam was telling me something recently about something called rando nodding, which I kind of get the concept of, but there seem to be some weird uh, theories wrapped around. You know, like you're supposed to use this app and uh, have certain intentions in your mind while this app picks a random location for you to go to. So, Adam, take it away. Tell us all about this rando nodding shit. All right, look, here's how it works. Because I, I really like researched the shit out of it because it seems like magic, which sounds like bullshit. But they don't know, like, how it works, but they found a correlation that when you create a random set of numbers with like a regular computer, they're actually random. And then when you create a random set of numbers with a quantum computer, apparently outside things can affect the generation of the RNG. So what you're supposed to do is think of something or have an intention and then generate these random numbers and it sends it to their central quantum computer and then it sends you coordinates back. <clears throat> All it does is you set a radius around where you are on the app and it generates random, literally random coordinates around you. It generates like thousands of them and wherever they cluster up abnormally, which is not like general distribution, it'll put a marker there because that's a, an abnormal collection of randomly generated points. And people have been finding really strange shit at the locations that they go to when they do dumb shit. Like my intention is death. Um, some kids, I think in Oregon or Washington state found a dead body in a suitcase. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which Doug made a good point. 
when you just go poking around in random spots, you tend to find weird shit. And I believe it's a little bit of a confirmation bias where if you don't find anything, you don't really. You don't talk about it, right? If you had a bunch, millions of people out there randonauting and not finding anything. That would be strange. Then you don't think about it. But then the one out of a million people that find something fucking creepy, like a dead body in a suitcase. Every report that you see is someone finding something weird. Fair enough, yeah. You don't write an article about, I went randonauting and fucking nothing happened. (laughs) And found dead. Breaking news. Click my fucking link to read more. So is the theory basically that you said that you send them the random numbers, so you just think of something and type out on your tin key? Uh, if you just think of it, it's supposed to work because it, it can apparently adjust based on intentions, but you can type it in too from what I understand. Well, because it and would be interesting. Like I could see the concept of if I'm thinking of something and I type in numbers and I send it to this quantum computer and it sends me to something and I find something that's, that's of interest to me, the idea that the brain is somehow doing almost like a Morse code type thing in those numbers that subconsciously you associate numbers with things with whatever it, I'm the, the layers of the layers that I'm talking about here in the human mind are unfathomable, right? Yeah. But this quantum computer takes those numbers and after everything else that's been inputted, it goes, oh, that string of numbers, this dude likes whatever and you know, et cetera, et cetera. I think the concept of it, I'm not going to say no, right? I, there have been too many things that people have called bullshit on for many, many years. And then 20, 50, 100 years later, we prove that, you know, earlier you were talking about how they believe narcolepsy now is a is an autoimmune disease, right? Yeah. No one would have ever considered that. And it's like, you know, I've, I've dealt with anxiety and depression since I was about 19, probably sooner, but I was diagnosed at 19. And I've been on all kinds of fucking drugs trying to level me out and they never really work. And anytime you read the literature on these drugs, it always says it is believed that (laughs) this works on the blah, blah, blah. Right. So the idea, my, my point of that is that 50 years from now, hundred years from now, we might dial in and find out exactly what metabolic reason causes depression or anxiety. Um, Because again, we go back to science and that's just kind of how science works. Right. So the idea that, that this quantum computer is somehow translating that isn't, I'm not going to say it's not possible. It, it, yeah. Things seem hokey, but you know, people used to worship the sun and fucking, you know, blood sacrifices and thought that was perfectly normal. So um, well, the thing is they don't know exactly how it works. So they can't say like, he wants this go here. It's more like you give it your intentions and then it generates thousands of points and then just finds where it abnormally attracts points to. Interesting. And you there. Is that available? I thought I read somewhere that that was that it's that the app is only available available like in Australia or somewhere like that. Maybe I misunderstood. Uh, it was at first. Now it's open to everybody, and the web version is open to everybody too. Well, God damn it! Now I'm going to have to go. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to check today. that out. Let's <laughs> go. This is where I get to play devil's advocate. Um. If you tell uh, people, uh, and it's it, it's hard for the human mind to fully embrace the concept of randomness, right? Uh, people will inherently try to make order in sure. randomness. Yeah, it's like seeing a face in a, in a you know bathroom wall, uh, you know linoleum pattern or something. The, the brain wants to make sense of things. Well, you know, I I can boil it down to one word uh, that's been used so many times 
that it's not even funny. People talk about streaks. Statistically, there's, you know, if you, if, if you have, um, uh, we'll take something as simple as a roulette table. Uh, you've got red squares, you've got black squares, and you've got a couple of green squares on there. Uh, but if you take a look at it, uh, you know, and you look at the course of a thousand rolls, you're going to have uh, various places where you get, uh, you know, one particular result a dozen times in a row, 20 times in a row, what have you. And right. people say, will say it was a streak. Well, the very nature of randomness uh, sort of negates that. And um, I think that, you know, as far as like if the way you're describing it, because, you know, you've uh, obviously you, you did a lot of research on this one. Um, if, if you generate uh, truly random coordinates inside of a defined area, you're going to wind up with what in classic gambling terms or, or sports or what have you would be referred to as a streak. Okay, you know, a bunch of points popped up over here. Let's go check and see what's going on with this weird streak that popped up. Right, yeah, just the nature of randomness. You almost have to have a streak somewhere or right. else it's not really random. Right. I would agree there, with that. If there are no streaks, somebody is fucking manipulating the result. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, the there were There just seemed to be a lot of significance to like where these things were clustering up that seemed really strange. Yeah. Um, but it could be coincidence, which is, which coincidences would happen a lot when you run a fucking RNG 10,000 times. Yeah. Not everybody might not know what an RNG is. So you may want to just like, you know, break that out there. RNG, that random number generator. If you don't know what it is, fucking turn, turn this podcast off guys. Come on. (laughs) Come on. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was just kidding. Please don't. Please don't. Please, please listen. I feel like yeah, random, random number generator is just how they how they generate randomness in most uh, applications. Entropy. Got him. Good one, Dan. Got him. <laughs> I might actually go do that today. So um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I got a couple of things to do today, but I might play around with it this evening and see because I was planning on getting out on the bike this weekend. I might see. Um, Fucking amazing where it takes me, you know. So do it. You won't. I'm going you won't. Wrapped. <laughs> I'm telling you right so now. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I understand, you know, it's probably horseshit, but it's one quantum computer that's doing everything. So if there are a couple people using it and the intentions actually do affect the outcome, it's possible you could uh, you know, end up with someone else's intention adjusting your results. Got a little Hannibal Lecter slash minority report thing going on here, man. It's kind of kind of creepy. But again, people said that the Earth being round and you know orbiting the sun was bullshit quite some time ago. So I don't yeah. I don't call I think anything that we, we can't really know for sure. Not right now. I mean, you know, give it give it time, and you know, I think things like that will play themselves out, and eventually you get to an answer. Um, but I think, like I said, I think it's impossible to just say something is not possible or that something is impossible. Yeah. Um, 
until it's you've let it play out a while. Um, unless you start talking about the earth being flat, like Adam said, look, we, we thought the, the flat earthers were funny. So we, we let them go. And now look what's happened. So, now everybody's dying. Yeah. We've got science deniers all over the fucking place. <laughs> hey, well, I've got popcorn. I got popcorn. <laughs> I, I've got popcorn. I am waiting for the fucking show to start because he, he, here's, here's my prediction. A lot of the same people that you have now that are talking, uh, you know, conspiracy theories with uh, COVID-19, the whole pandemic thing, the whole you can't tell me that I have to wear a mask. Uh, these same people, approximately six, eight months from now, when we may have uh, the beginnings of a workable vaccine that they're going to have to turn around and put into mass production and then figure out mass deployment, uh, when you've got these same people who are dumb and proud, who... Uh, <laughs> They're not going to take the vaccine. They're not going to wear masks. They're going to constantly put themselves in the public eye because that's where a lot of them crave to be. I am going to sit back with my popcorn and laugh my ass off as stupidity tries to wipe itself out. I love <laughs> to watch fail videos where somebody's trying to do something. <laughs> dumb shit <laughs> and this is going to be a real time life or death version of a fucking fail video and I'm going to sit back with my popcorn and I'm going to giggle my ass off when some of these people start dropping like flies well I have you know I have every intentions of getting the the vaccine um, when people are you know vaccines don't work I ask them when the last time one of their family members died of polio, you know, um, and then you get to talk about herd immunity. We've, again, as we spoke earlier, they're, they're finding that human beings alone are not, their bodies are not producing antibodies in a way that would create herd immunity Two, herd immunity means a lot of people have to die, right? We could have let polio rock herd immunity eventually too, you know, but you don't do that because it's kind of a dick move. Um, I don't know that I'll, I don't know that I'll get it right away. Um, one, because I just don't like standing in lines for things. Um, I'm oh, well, of, if it's going to inconvenience you, damn, yeah, exactly. Fuck it, right. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking, you know, I don't want to be inconvenienced. Fuck you, Adam. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was, that was a valid point that I actually got in a little bit. So fuck you. Fuck you. Um, that's how I roll. Point Adam. Point Adam. There right? we go. Um, plus, you know, I want to see how these nano chips work that that uh, Bill Gates is putting into the into the serum. Um, mm. I want to make sure that I don't want to wait till like Bluetooth fucking five comes out for the nano chips or whatever. So, I mean, I oh, want the latest so and greatest technology. Right? Alex Jones, we're gonna turn the freaking frogs gay. Is that what we're doing with colloidal silver? I'm pretty sure that's how that works. With colloidal yeah. silver. I've always liked silver, and I don't mind frogs, so. I'm gay. That's just how that works, so. <laughs> which is cool. I know I've always kind of wanted to be fabulous anyway. So here we are. Well, I'm all out. Uh, any, anybody else got any more bullshit they want to lay out on the table? 
My sheets are stiff. I have blown my entire load. <laughs> my sheets are <laughs> stiff. Your, all the white, stiff sheets. <laughs> That's going to be my new saying when I'm done with anything. Be like, all right, well, my sheets are stiff. I'm out of here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been real. I apologize that you have nothing better to do than sit and listen to the three of us be fucking stupid. And, and thank you for listening, for by the way. And thank you for yeah, listening. Thank everybody for listening. Thank, thank Adam's mom and the one other person that randomly clicked on this link.